1: at Luckylandslots.com.
2: Available to players in the US, excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW group, Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus turns and conditions apply.
3: Welcome to this edition of the Landry Football Podcast for Monday, January 15th. And so much to react to. Got the collapse in Big D with the Cowboys. You've got the Lions winning only their second playoff game in 68 years. Um, incredible weekend. Like not all the games were overly exciting in terms of drama, but learned a lot from these teams and these games. And we're excited to get into all of it with you right here on this edition of the Landry Football Podcast, which you can get by subscribing, liking, and sharing the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, a reminder that you can get the best information and breakdowns on. Everything in college football, NFL at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the holiday saving special. Yes, we are continuing and extending the holiday saving special at LandryFootball.com. Um, <clears throat> check it out today. It's the best deal because you get twelve months of not only the remainder of the season, but everything that is the breakdown of analysis of all the coaching changes in college football transfer port, recruiting uh, in the NFL free agency, the draft. Um, One-stop shopping football from a playing, coaching, scouting, and front office perspective, LandryFootball.com is where you want to go, where you want to be without question. So you know where things stand right now. Obviously, the Texans and C.J. Stroud um, hammering the Browns, the Chiefs being much more physical and certainly more – is a tougher football team, better defensive team, getting the the Dolphins, um, uh, putting them uh, to bed for the year. We also have, of course, the story, uh, two stories I thought was the Sunday action. The Cowboys collapse against the Packers, a complete domination, as well as the Lions advancing. And, you know, of course, we've got the Steelers and the Bills on Monday and the Bucks and the Eagles uh, as well, double header, double header on Monday. Uh, you got to love that, uh, even though certainly has the noontime approach in the Central Time Zone on Sunday. I was was uh, was missing uh, the Steelers Bills, but be that as it may, we'll have it and we'll certainly react to all of that uh, for you on tomorrow's podcast. Also, a reminder: we've got a bunch of great stuff coming up. Uh, I'm going to have the inside of why Lane Kiffin was never on Alabama's list as a head coach we're going to get into that and i'm going to tell you a little bit about kind of coaching searches you have all of these insiders and this stuff and how agents use the media to not only get their clients uh new deals and they work over athletic directors and universities uh, but also kind of basically manipulate uh, the narrative uh, inside the media they use them and we'll we'll get into that from firsthand knowledge of that but <clears throat> let's get into it and again of course the you know kind of how things will play out we uh on next week it'll be either houston or baltimore uh going to kansas city green bay at san francisco it'll be either on sunday in the early action it'll be tampa or philly the winner of tonight game going to detroit but then Obviously, we don't know, and it's really going to be key with this Pittsburgh-Buffalo game. Um, that'll determine kind of that second matchup. It could be Kansas City or Buffalo uh, against Pittsburgh or Baltimore. Uh, we'll obviously clear that up, and you'll you'll obviously know the answer to that. Let's get into the matchups, and I'm going to start in reverse and go with, the, or at least uh, talk about the Lions briefly, and then we we'll get into the Cowboys. The Lions... Uh, I thought they had a great game plan. I thought they were physical. I thought they ran the football. I I thought that they uh, got away from the run a little bit late, and I thought it gave the Rams a chance defensively. I thought they held on um, in the red zone, did a really good job. I thought that was the difference in the game. I thought the Lions were more efficient in the red zone. Getting in the end zone, the Rams – uh, had settled settle for field goals. It was the ultimate deciding factor in the game. But I, I will say this, that the Lions, um, and I do like their chances against the winner of Philadelphia and Tampa, which they're going to host that game, which is great for the Lions. Um, I, I don't know, and we'll see with San Francisco and how they handle the layoff. Um, the Lions uh, are, you know, to me defensively, they are pretty good at times situationally but they've got some vulnerabilities there. But really great performance. I thought Jared Goff was outstanding, but Matthew Stafford was outstanding. Um, I thought they did a good job with their pre-snap movements, getting uh, minimizing to some degree Aaron Donnell, although Aaron Donnell had his moments in this game. So really good performance. I thought that obviously the receivers stepped up, made some key plays for the Lions. I thought the backs ran well. I thought the play up front was good. For the Lions, I thought defensively getting um, situationally off the field, as I mentioned, on third down and in the red zone in particular, pretty effective. Third down late and um, in the red zone was uh, was pivotal. So great job by there. I want to probably spend more time talking about the Cowboys' loss to the Packers. You know, the Cowboys are the most polarizing figure, but it was the biggest story of the weekend. I mean, I you could say the Lions winning
0: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
3: No
1: purchase necessary. VGW Group. where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
3: Um, For the first time in a long time, was the biggest. And I, I think that, that maybe is true to some degree, but there's an expectation that at least the Lions did what they should have done and was supposed to do. For the Cowboys, the number two seat, to not just lose at home, but to get completely dominated was the story of the weekend without question. And it brings about a whole different dynamic. And we're going to get into the Cowboys and where they go from here and why they're in this situation to begin with. But the Packers, pure and simple, outplayed them. And boy, did they outcoach them. Uh, I thought offensively they had Dan Quinn scrambling. Look, I I mentioned it all year long. This Dallas team needs to play with a lead. They need to be able to tee off and rush the passer. And they have been very successful doing that against good, uh, excuse me, against teams in the regular season. But the really good teams, they struggle with. Teams that can run the football, they struggle with. And that was the case again. It was the key to the Packers' game plan. And I thought they did a good job with motion. They, 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 They did a good job of neutralizing Michael Parsons, (laughs) they took a great player and neutralized him by formation, by preaching out motion. They attacked him in the passing game. They attacked him in the running game. And Jordan Love played with a lot of comfort. I thought that they did a tremendous job with a game plan, coaching the young man into very advantageous situations to be successful, and he did it. He did it very, very well, and it was a great job for the for the Cowboys. Everything was bad. The defense was completely schooled and dominated. Couldn't defend the run. Couldn't get awful blocks. Couldn't make a play. Um, their their pass rush was neutralized. Big time problems. Big time problems there. Uh, offensively, look, they were awful. Um, Dap looked confused lost they had no answers from the sidelines Dak had no answers um that was surprising i would say that running the football up against this cowboys defense is something that a lot of teams have done but you know what has not been done is an offensive performance against this packer defense that's been this bad i mean we're talking about bad offenses have just lit up this Packers defense. Um, This Cowboys offense had no answers. And that was the most surprising part. Um, The fact that they really had no answers, the fact that they could not get in any sort of rhythm, the fact that Dak made poor read after poor read, put the ball in harm's way, made some bad throws. I mean, um, just incredibly inefficient performance, and all credit to the Packers, but you got to look at the Cowboys and assess where they are. So let's do that right now. You have to look at a decision, and let's go right to the heart of uh, a couple of things. Let's go to the head coach and the quarterback because those are the things that people want to talk about, so let's address it. You have to look at Dak Prescott, and you have to say, can we get him to that level where he can be that elite quarterback? Is the reason why he's good but not elite due to coaching? Could somebody get more out of him? And who could? And if they could, that's going to determine where you want to pay him. Now, history says the owner, Jerry Jones, is a stargazer. Do you want to pay Dak Prescott $55, 60000000 a year? Look, if you do that, he better be the guy that can carry your team because he's going to handcuff your ability to put people around him. And the less people you have around him, like in any quarterback situation, it's going to hurt you. Look, you can pay Patrick Mahomes anything you want. He'll take receivers that drop balls, and he'll, he'll get them, maybe not all the way, but he'll make them relevant. He'll give you a chance. But the Cowboys completely look lost. And there's a ton of pressure on Dallas, on Dak, on everybody to operate in an environment that is very non-football oriented. The head coach, Mike McCarthy. Is he an elite coach? No. Do you make a change? It's not about making a change from Mike McCarthy. It's who can you get that's better? Is Mike Vrabel better? Is Pete Carroll better? Is Jim Harbaugh better? Is Bill Belichick better? Is, you know, making a run and hiring Ben Johnson from the line, whomever. You don't make a decision like that unless you are going to upgrade. You've got to get a better coach or a better player and know that you've got somebody better before you move on from who you have. You can't act like a fan. Fans are very reactionary. This guy sucks. This guy stinks. This guy's this. This guy's that. I you know. And then, well, what are you gonna do? Well, I don't know, but you better get rid of that guy. No, you get rid of that guy. You could be worse. Well, you can't get worse than that guy. Yeah, you can. You can always be worse. You can always be better. Not having a plan is planning to fail. So you gotta look at this in an unemotional standpoint, which eliminates. Most media and most fans, because they're very emotional and they're, in the case of the media, looking for hot takes. And fans are like the media, unequipped, and don't have the intellect to make an evaluation truly on whether somebody is worthy enough and capable enough to uh, have next level success. I think that there's better options there. And I think that a better coach, better prepared team that understands how to win at the playoff level at the highest level is what they need to do. But whether they get those guys or not is another question. Here's the bigger issue for the Dallas Cowboys. And it falls at the feet of the owner who has created an atmosphere Ever since Jimmy Johnson left, and really, maybe for a little bit when Bill Parcells was there, but outside of those times, the Dallas Cowboys, because of their owner, because this is how the owner does it, is a very theatrical, almost circus-like atmosphere.
2: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
3: Name me another owner or a general manager that holds court outside the locker room after every game or has his own radio show or TV show or is constantly chirping and speaking for the team. Oh, media loves that. Oh, yeah, the owner is accountable. No, it's not smart. It's dumb. And he's not doing it to be accountable. He's doing it because he's a media whore. He wants the spotlight on him. He wants the attention on him. A good owner lets the football people make the decisions, and if they don't do their job, then you fire them for not doing their job. But when you interfere with them doing their job, then how can you hold them accountable? I mean, the reason why they've hired Jason Garrett, Dave Campo, you know, Mike McCarthy type guys, is because there's a certain type of guy that wants that job or is willing to take that job, is willing to put up with that. It is not that Jerry is pound the fist, gonna make every decision. He doesn't. He, he doesn't have a clue about personnel in the league. He doesn't have a clue about strategic matters and game plan matters. He doesn't have a clue about the players in the draft. He listens. <clears throat> to the people that make that decision, excuse me. <clears throat> and he likes to chat it up in the media to sound like he's his GM. He would never get a GM job in the league if he didn't own a team. You say, well, he has a right to do, he has a right to do anything. It's also why they're not very good. Yeah, they're good in the regular season, Chris. There's a reason why they are not a very good team they're not mentally tough they're very much theatrical they're very much stargazing pardon the pun and they don't rally around one another as a team because it's very individualistic when the owner is looking to be the star then the players are going to want to be the star and it's not team first and those things have an effect on how you prepare how you work how you coach and so i get asked this a lot what if bill belichick were the coach of the Cowboys? he'd be great well does jerry jones even want that hear me out if he hires bill belichick and they win a super bowl who's going to get the credit for that bill belichick is going to be the star now prudent football people are going to say jerry great job you went and hired a guy Let him do his job, and look, he got another Super Bowl. Jerry doesn't want that. Jerry was most miserable when Jimmy Johnson was coaching the Tom Bowles, when they were winning Super Bowls. And when they are on the path to win multiple Super Bowls, they could have been the Patriots before the Patriots with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. But he broke it up. You know why? Because Jerry wasn't getting enough credit. Jerry wanted more credit, more spotlight. That's what Jerry's about. Now, is he going to change? I mean, he's 81. Does he realize his time is running thin, that maybe he needs to turn it over to someone that is a little bit more of a focal point and step back a little bit? I, I don't know that he is. Maybe there's this aha moment that he does that. But heretofore, he has not done that, and for that reason. And that's the bigger issue with the team, with the organization. Everybody says, and again, people who have never worked at this level don't get it. They say, well, I like the talent on the team. Collecting talent is not how you build a team. Building a team is about understanding how to play the game at the highest level. And it's not about stargazing, paying tons of money. Because that's what Jerry likes. I got the star. I signed the star here. That doesn't win for you. It's about building a complete team and having a shared vision. But when you don't have people running the football operations that are understanding of how to do that, you get this message. Look, they have talent on the team because of Will McClay but they don't know how to build a team because Will McClay does not run the organization. The players don't look at the coach. They like the coach, but they look at Jerry as the key voice in the organization. That leads to the dysfunction. Now, because they're not going, you know, three and 14, you know, whatever, four and 10, people think that it's working because they're winning a lot of regular season games. They're winning in the regular season because they're a good team with good personnel that can beat teams in the regular season, which is important to get into the playoffs, of course. But when you have to play the best of the best, are you built to run the football, defend the run, play a different style of football, do you have enough tools in your toolbox to win at the playoff level? Look, the Miami Dolphins don't have that, okay? And it's not the owner problem. It's just they're too finesse and they're too built and too limited by their quarterback and by how their offense is structured, which is, by the way, very fun, but it's not going to be functional enough to win unless they make some changes, win at the deepest level. That's why they fell apart. The Chiefs struggled all year and fumble down the stretch. But they may not win another game in the playoffs, but they're at least to the point where they can compete because of the quarterback and because they understand run the football, play good defense, it gives you a chance if you're dropping balls and you're struggling in some areas because you're going to have to give up certain things in this salary cap era when a handful of players get most of the money. The Cowboys don't get that. They don't have a true football visionary at the head coach spot or the GM spot. So they've got a major void in that organization because of it. Will McClay's a really good talent evaluator. All he does is draft players. But he doesn't build a team because he's not in that role. I think he probably would be better off in that role somewhere else but he likes it where he is he's paid well he doesn't like the limelight which is perfect if things don't go well no one's going to blame him jerry got the criticism it comes down to this how bad does jerry want to win
2: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.
1: Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So, doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. com and check out noom's first ever cookbook the noom kitchen for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living available to buy now wherever books are sold
3: i think jerry wants to win only where he's going to get the credit winning a super bowl where somebody else gets more credit than him is not the game he likes to play uh the Dolphins continued their floundering, and everybody's going to talk about, what's well, it's the cold weather, they couldn't do this. And, well, all the defensive players were injured. All of that had tremendous impact in this game. <clears throat> but it didn't have an impact on them having to play this game in the cold weather because it was the collapse in the regular season that prevented them from having games in South Beach as opposed to having to go on the road. I've explained this all year long, and I'll explain it again briefly. This offense is built around a perimeter running game, an interior passing game. You put pressure on Tua, you set the edge on the perimeter running game. This offense is very vulnerable. All the talk about how great this offense is and how it matches up against this great offense, they don't look anything like that on film. Statistically, they might be. So to the untrained eye, they look phenomenal. But to me, They looked very vulnerable, and I think it showed up again. Kansas City's winning with defense, tough running game, and Mahomes making plays when they need to. Look, there's a lot of similarities between a guy, you take a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, and Mahomes is better. But of the two, you know, both of those guys, when their team needs to make a play against the pass, and they take off and run with it, pick up a key first down, it just kills the defense. It kills them. Tua can't do that. He stayed healthy. Yes, you can win with Tua, but you're going to have to build a dominant defense. Not a good one. A dominant defense. And you're going to have to build a great offensive line, and you're going to have to run the football, and you're going to have to protect Tua. If you can do those things, you can win with Tua. But Tua is not going to win for you. And then the first game of the weekend, Cleveland Browns defense, it's been really good all year long. But I got to give a lot of credit, first of all, for Houston to their defense and how they came up big, how they basically took the Browns offense and neutered it and forced Joe Flacco. Who had been who had played very well into key mistakes again? Playoff football is different, and their defense stepped up, and their quarterback CJ Stroud playing like a veteran. I mean, how about CJ Stroud and Jordan Love, two young quarterbacks getting it done, and CJ Stroud doing it against one of the best defenses in the league was beyond impressive. They kept him off balance. Look, Cleveland's defense was good. They are very talented. But the one vulnerability that Jim Schwartz has, he's another one of these guys that likes to to smell himself and, you know, look in the mirror and see how great he is. And, again, w- love the, the credit going his way. He's very much a me guy. He's a hyper-aggressive defense. So he wants the creative blitzes and high pressure. you got to know. Having great pressure packages is part of being a really good defensive coordinator. But you have to know when to bring pressure, when to back off, and he doesn't do that very well, never has. Cleveland won because they've got really good talent. But I think when we saw in both Jim Schwartz and I think to some degree Dan Quinn, both of them got out coach because both of those guys see themselves as geniuses. When in reality, just do a good job coaching your football team. And when you coach your football team well during the regular season and you win a lot of games, that's great. That gives you a chance to be successful in the playoffs. But when you fall flat on your face in the playoffs, you expose yourself as someone that is more me than we. And I think that has a lot to do with it in uh, the Browns going down big time to Houston. So. Again, tomorrow we'll break down the Monday games and we'll kind of give you an early look at, uh, you know, we'll have the matchups. We'll give you an early peek into next week. But a lot going on this week, still a lot of college stuff. We'll break down why Lane Kiffin was not on Alabama's list and Nick Saban's rolling that. So you want to make sure that you check that out. We think we'll get to that probably Wednesday morning. And then uh, we're going to have some, Uh, I think some interesting information that will teach you a little bit about how things um, work in coaching searches with regard to agents using the media uh, to get their clients big money and to throw the media uh, off scent a little bit. Uh, We're going to take you inside of that. A reminder though, you can get more detailed breakdowns like this uh, and more insights into everything. Coaching searches, um, free agency, the draft recruiting transfer portal. We got it all covered for you from a coaching, scouting, front office, playing perspective, LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of our holiday savings special today. If you want to try it out for a month, you can do that. It's less than $10 a month. It's cheaper if you try it out for six months, and it's cheaper still if you take advantage of our holiday savings, again, at LandryFootball.com. Uh, Check it out. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy the great Monday action in the NFL playoff action, and we'll be here to wrap it up and break it down for you uh, tomorrow on another edition of the Landry Football Podcast, part of LandryFootball.com. Again, subscribe, like, and share on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts.